You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thanks for listening. Today we have Alaire Garrison from the SPCA and Humane Society of Prince George's County in Maryland. Today we'll be talking about a dog named Samurai, or Sam, who's available for adoption. We'll be right back with Alaire after these messages. And there's Sam now. Take Me Home, we'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Alaire from the SPCA and Humane Society of Prince George's County in Maryland. We're going to be talking about a dog named Samurai who's available for adoption. So thanks for joining me. First off, tell me a little bit about the SPCA of Prince George's County and what you guys do there. Well, Susan, we have three main objectives, just to mention these briefly. We have programs that help reduce the number of unwanted 
litters and of dogs and cats. Spay neuter program is a big thing, and um, we also educate. We try to educate indiv- each individual at a time or groups when we can get them together. Also, we're in on some of the neglect and cruelty investigations and legal actions. And we have a very active dog and cat adoption program, of course. And then a main objective, you know, we're on the lookout in as individuals and volunteers in different ways to find ways to protect animals against suffering and abuse. A lot of it is education mm-hmm. and just keeping your eyes open. I completely agree with that. So, uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, Sammy, our our featured dog today. Oh, Sam is such an interesting dog. When I was called by the president of our current president of our organization to help with him, um, he needed to be transferred from a different foster home to me. I have a lot of dogs of my own. I'm, prof- I'm a professional dog walker, pet sitter. And, but they do call me if they have a special need or a special problem to solve, and he needed to come and join us to give the other foster person a break. But anyway, he is a Jindo, which I had not, a breed I had not heard of before, but did a little research on the Internet, found out that Jindos were originated, you know, probably like hundreds of years ago, on a small island off the mainland, off the coast of Korea, Jindo Island. And I think there's many of them still living there today, but somehow they've filtered into other parts of the world. He has some aspects that make you, make you think of an Akita when you look at him, like a curly tail. He's like a medium-sized dog. Sam is, is like white and cream. He's just a gorgeous boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do come in some other colors. They're originally bred to be a hunting dog, help the hunters take down stuff like a wild boar or deer. You can imagine that. Wow. So, well, I guess when he came into the SPCA, did whoever bring him in say he was a Jindo? This does sound like a rather un- unusual breed. It is. You don't see it very often, although um, on the Internet you'll see quite a few things, so they are about in different places. He, unfortunately, when we get a foster dog... We're not always receiving a lot of information about how they got to the shelter, exactly what the situation was mm-hmm. that got them there. He's like a three-year-old, but he was also underweight, quite underweight. So our, my suspicion was that he had maybe been um, a stray, oh, although okay. I don't know for sure. Oh, okay. So did someone, essentially, someone who know, obviously knows a lot about obscure dog breeds, did they figure out that he's, he's a Jindo or...? It kind of sounds to me like someone, when he came in, was familiar with that breed. I don't know exactly, but um, he definitely was identified. And and the more I I look at this breed and pictures of it, compare it to other breeds, it's like, okay, once you've seen him with some of the ones that look a little bit like that breed, you can tell the difference. Uh Uh-huh. And we also have, in our particular shelter, it's not our shelter, but it's the county's shelter, uh, in Forestville, a new contractor that's working, that's in, you know running the thing now, and we think they're doing a much better job than the other or, or the other contractor that was there before. And I think they have some more knowledgeable people about dogs. So you're getting better breed identification, is what you're saying? <laughs> I think that's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's his personality like? Well, obviously this is my first Jindo. But from what I've read, and I, I know that there's kind of like a kind of a generalization about what a, 
this breed would be like, very loyal and have some fierceness. He's a male dog, and, you know, he gets a, has a little territorial, as some male dogs do. But him in particular, he's very laid back unless there's something to chase or, or a, a cat or, or a rabbit or something in the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also extremely affectionate. He's just, just a darling, and he, and he likes to play 24 hours a day. Even as a three-year-old, he, he still wants to play all the time like a puppy. Oh. He's, the other side of it is he's incredibly smart and easy to train. Wow. So so I gather uh, cats would not be a good thing in his new home. Well, I do have three black lab mixes of my own plus a black cat. But during the time when I have dogs that aren't aren't going to work with the cat, she has special quarters mm-hmm. away from the dogs. Yeah, good plan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to. One of the reasons he's here is it's, it's easier to manage with the gates in the different rooms. I can control who's with who and when and where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the gates, dog gates in the house. Yes, I have many dog gates, too. I should buy stock in uh, baby yeah. gate uh, companies or something. It's yeah, just you're familiar with the concept. Ah, uh, yes, very much so. <laughs> I mean, if, to say just a short bit more about Sam's personality, sometimes we're working with dogs that need to have um, things that are potential problems trained or worked on or eased. And with him, he, he has tended, I think he was very very underweight and went didn't get enough food there for a while before they went in, he went to the shelter because he's he guards food and other resources like chews or treats mm-hmm. and so he you know has to be fed well away from the others make sure there's no squabbles well that's actually not that unusual <laughs> no it's not that unusual <laughs> um. <laughs> but um also when you are considering you know finding a adoptive home for him i always wanted you know a lot of people are not aware of the best ways to control that, the different home management techniques so mm-hmm. that it minimizes any trouble with dogs. Exactly. Well, we'll be back with Alaire after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. 
Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition. This is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Alaire from the SPCA and Humane Society of Prince George's County in Maryland. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're talking about a dog named Sammy who's available for adoption. And we were just talking about uh, ways to deal with uh, dogs and feeding. And so this sort of dovetails into the next question, which is if you were able to describe the perfect home for Sammy, what would it be like? Well, <laughs> there. He'd be suitable in a variety of homes. He's not a huge dog. He's more medium-sized. So he wouldn't have to have a gigantic yard and a six-foot fence. Um, It would be nice if they did have a fenced yard and um, a dog door like I do. Yeah. (laughs) But if he would also be workable in more of an apartment or condominium situation, he's, he's he's learned how to ride elevators. Gosh, I guess escalators would be coming next. And he um, he's just he, he walks really wonderfully on the leash, either the short leash or the real out the longer leash. Mm-hmm. And um, he it'd be great if if he lived in a place where a lot of other um, dogs in the neighborhood, because you do have to be careful he doesn't get into any squabbles with other dogs. But he loves being around other dogs, and he's very good with kids. Mm-hmm. So he he does play well with other dogs. Could he be a second dog in someone's household without any if problem? It, if it were the right dog, I of my three girls, girls that I have dogs, he, the the black lab Doberman mix is the best play match with Sam, mm-hmm. and it's because he does. I think part of the breed is they are pretty vigorous and extremely athletic. So he has a very intense play style. And uh, she's the only one that can really keep up with that. Mm-hmm. And not every dog out there would enjoy how intensely he plays. But yes, he could be in another dog, another dog in the household if it were the right dog. Mm-hmm. And is, do you have any type of uh, uh, people can arrange to meet with a dog so that you can determine if they're compatible? Yes, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I. Definitely, and I think most all the other foster volunteers do. If they have another dog in the household, we always arrange a meeting. And I even go by a special, you know, trainer-recommended protocol for new dogs meeting. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a step-by-step thing just to make everything be less stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, that is important because the owners, or not the owners, the potential adopters often want to do that, too. So we, we arrange that privately. That makes sense. Okay, that sounds like a, a good deal. As far I mean, it's, it's a little bit more trouble in driving, but it's worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually did that. I have four dogs, and I did that before adopting pretty much all of them 
where we we had a little meeting because it's so interesting how dogs sometimes you have you can't even tell what has transpired but they will instantly love each other or instantly hate each other and and then there's some other things too like when Sam came to us obviously you know he upset the the solidly established girl pack, and he was a boy, and everything. Mm-hmm. And he, you know how men is can't you can't live with them, you can't live with them. <laughs> yeah, Roy. <laughs> um, but and they, of course, weren't really happy with his his personality, which is very assertive and like mm-hmm. too friendly for their taste. But um, after a couple weeks of me just keeping everything calm and sorted out. Then they all started developing regard for each other, mm-hmm. and then they would give each other a lot more leeway. Yeah, it's interesting how those dynamics can can come into play if if you if you introduce everybody the right way. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult if they're introduced the wrong way to sort of. It's like you can't go back in time. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so... so we, we went through the the protocol when he met my dog, so mm-hmm. that it was just kind of a step-by-step thing, and that did help. Yeah, I think that does. So as far as the uh, human in the household, what type of person would be the best type of person to care for, for Sam? Well, they, they're going to, um, obviously, if they don't have a a fenced yard, if it's an apartment or a condo that doesn't have that, they're going to be taking him out at least three times a day for a walk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So definitely someone that would live in an area where they wouldn't mind going out and walking. And he's fairly athletic, even though he's pretty good on a leash. The walks, just regular old simple walking, is kind of an hors d'oeuvre for him. Yeah. So I would also encourage that person, besides the the walks for pottying and, and some exercise, to consider um, finding a playmate in a doggy daycare maybe once or twice a week or uh, a dog park that's not so far away from where they live where he could um, yeah. go and, and they could find just, dogs he's compatible yeah. with and perhaps you know do play dates once in a while. I know that would just be the hugest enrichment of his life if they could do that. I know. It's really... Plus the, the thing that people underestimate how how much it helps as far as tiring out a dog if they have another dog to play with they can wipe themselves out and I mean you can just stand there so it's like you don't have to be the athlete you can just let them play and play and play and mm-hmm. and it's a it's a great way for them to to get out their their yayas and then they come home and <laughs> go to sleep you know it's like and uh, you you know you didn't have to do much of anything except watch and it's fun to watch dogs play anyway yeah you're of the same mind that I am on that and we, we say that too about getting the yayas out. Oh yeah, that's it's wonderful. it's endless entertainment. I mean, it's just hilarious. So, I mean, that's that's one of the best things about, you know, in my case, having multiple dogs is just uh, witnessing the uh, the pack dynamics and mm-hmm. and all the the play activity. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it is. So, does Sammy have any types of quirks or habits that a new owner should know about? <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple, eh? <laughs> well, I hadn't really run into this before, but he's so affectionate. If he decides that he likes the food and he likes the exercise and, you know, you're, you're giving him all the stuff he really likes, he rubs your legs like a cat. Aww. And he just likes to, if, and if, you know, you're standing, like, if the show's doing, he likes you, he'll lean on you. That's funny. He's a leaner. 
Yeah, he's, really, he's a love bug. <laughs> and he just wants to be next to you. I know that, you know, when he gets finds his right perspective home or the right per, the right family, the right situation, and gets bonded with them, they just not believe what a wonderful dog he is. Mm-hmm. Well, he sounds like he's, uh, he's really kind of a, a great uh, kind of cool dog. He is a cool dog. He's... He's just, they have almond-shaped eyes, he's got a pink nose, pink ears, and he's just really mostly white, with a mm-hmm. little bit of tan and cream. Yeah, he sort of looks like a a small version of, like, a white German Shepherd, except with kind of a... The Akita tail. With, and, a, and an Akita head, you know, kind yeah. of a wider head and not quite such a pointy nose, at least in, in the picture that's that's on Petfinder. Yeah, that's not the best picture. We'll have to get some better ones on there. But <laughs> he's also, he was still a little bit thin when I got him, and um, he's gained about another pound or two, and now he's just about right. Now we just have to make sure he doesn't get... Keep eating. He, he has to stay a, a, an athletic weight because of the, he's an athletic dog. Yeah, <laughs> really. Too heavy. What else does he do? Oh, he doesn't bark very much. Well, yeah, except for that one at the beginning of the of the uh, show, that was you know we know he can bark. <laughs> he can bark, and and usually um, if he gets surprised, like if someone were definitely if someone were tr- that wasn't belonging in the house came in, he definitely would bark at that. But he's not a big barker. Well, that's good. Unless there's something important to bark about. Yeah. Well, some things are important. Do you have any final thoughts about Sammy before we close out? Well, I would say that um, because of some other things going on with him, um, uh, when I take him out, um, just in case there's some other dog that is off-leash or if you're in a situation where there's a lot of dogs and, you know, one of them turns out to not be a good mix with him or it comes at him and doesn't like him or something, I usually carry citronella spray with me, which is just that, you know, mild deterrent. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a good idea. I mean, I am spoiled. I've had all these female dogs. I never really get into it with anybody or have any problems. But, but I think if I were going to own this dog, I might think about, you know, having that simple thing with me when I went out just as a, as a precaution. Well, that makes a lot of sense, particularly if you're in a pretty, you Heavy know... Heavy dog neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, exactly, a kind of heavily populated area. I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere, so it's like... You know, I have bear spray instead of, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have different yeah. worries. But, uh, yeah, yeah, if you're worried about other dogs. But so far, a lot of people, because we said he would probably be okay in an apartment or condo situation, some of the people who are interested in him definitely live in very dog-saturated neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It's just something that, I mean, you know, it's I guess, what, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, would, the only thing we had to really choose from is taking your dog out with a muzzle. Yeah. But but no, there's a better way now. State of the art is just that, you know, one shot spray deterrent, the oil. It just makes anything that is happening that you don't want to happen stop right away, and then they go and shake each other off, and everybody's on their way. <laughs> That's a good thing. I, my sister's a dog walker. I, she probably knows about this. I'll have to ask her. Well, the one, I don't know if I can say any, any um, product names on the air or not. I don't think it matters. This is the one I've found. Is, it's just a deterrent spray. It's only citronella oil called spray shield you just clip it on your belt and it's like state-of-the-art for like you know if, if you really want to try be responsible i mean he he's the type of dog that yeah if some dog came at him he would definitely be more ferocious than some other types of dogs mm-hmm. 
And I think that that's something that, you know, people have to realize that, you know, different breeds of dogs have thousands of years of breeding behind them that... Make them a certain type of, yeah. Exactly. So it's not really a fault of the dog. It's just sort of part of who they are. It's like asking a, uh, you know, people who expect uh, retrievers not to retrieve. I mean, it's just unrealistic. If you throw something, a retriever is going to go retrieve it unless he's just really lazy. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. It's like finding, you know, based on what the dog is all about from its origin to, to make the best use and transference of its of its really good and present qualities mm-hmm. in the breed. Hey, one other thing that's kind of fun I'll mention I went to a pet exhibition at Villa Sexless Center in Chantilly, Virginia, like a week ago or something like that. And, oh, they have everything there. You, I don't know if you've ever been to a big show like that. No, that would be fun. But you may have if you've got four dogs. But I bought him uh, an orange and black doggy backpack. Oh, cool. So when when he goes out, you know, he can... Oh, that's another thing, you know, just to help him get a little bit more tired out on the walk, you can put whatever you want to in there. I wouldn't put in weights or anything, but it's oh, just, he's so cute with his back on. Oh, that's funny that you should mention that because I one of my dogs, um, I mean, she's 12 now, but she was the biggest spaz in the in the world, and I actually did that. I bought a pack, and I, I did weight her down um, using the concept of racehorses that you know yeah. that you slow them down by weighting them down and mm-hmm. i i put sandbags in the pack because there was no way to tire this animal out oh well i know that it's as long as it's not gonna it's not so heavy that it would cause joy no problems, i mean obviously she's fine to do yeah and it was only like i mean like last year i saw a tv show where they suggested that and i was like oh i feel so smart i thought of that you know 10 years ago well i would say if you have four dogs i think you're pretty smart (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i don't know other people who've met my dogs might not think so as much but uh they're good most of the time well we're out of time at this point, and I'd like to thank our guests and our producers for making this show possible. For more information about Sammy, you can go to the Prince George's County SPCA Humane Society website, which is actually at pgspca.org, and uh, you'll read all about what they're doing and their animals. And actually, at this point, uh, Sammy is the featured pet right on the front of the site. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's smiling face right there. The cover boy. And if you're involved in rescue, check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you'd like to feature your pets on Take Me Home, just click the contact link on the website to get in touch with me. Transcripts of this show or any other show on the Pet Life Radio Network are available at PetLifeRadio.com. Just click the Take Me Home link to get to our show. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at susand at petliferadio.com. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home.
with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.